clapping his brothers. I cannot hear myself very well, Mr. Operator. Are you happy you came so far? You know, this is just the beginning of four days of very powerful teaching and uh, ministration that is designed and aimed to change your church and, your, and you personally. The, the, the sessions are going to be very powerful, very intense. And I want us to give the speaker maximum powers of concentration. So, so let us try very hard to not to go out to take a wee break during a session. We, we will give you breaks in between is that a good idea is that a good idea so that when we when we start a session we just sit and listen to everywhere that the man has to say to us do you want a wee break Thank you. I had no. I like that no. <laughs> this conference, the Leaders and Loyalty Conference, is designed towards growing our churches. The materials we are using is tested and tried. There is a father over all this. And what we spoke this morning about the prophetic is not out of our church because if you look to my right you see honoring our prophets and our teacher oh your clapping is not this this work is the seed is the fruit of a, a seed our prophet planted many many years ago many things he has said they are coming to pass and that is why I am very confident to share those same things again Paul said the things I share with you share to other men the same things the same things and that is why we are here sharing the same things and when you are not sure we have the books here to cross check that it is actually what the prophet said it's a good idea wow this after this morning we're just going to our next session and I have one of the bishops of the house right here he's a man who grew his church to thousands and then left it uh, is it you ask about you if you have a church of thousands will you leave it ask him if you reach thousands will you leave your church speak the truth what did he say? I will not go anywhere. I will die here with my church. But he built a church of thousands. Then he left it. 
And last year he built a new church. And there are almost a thousand again. He he has something. He's a man I've known him for many, many years. Because I was also a shepherd in his church many years ago. So he's my pastor too. And he's a son of this house. He was the chartered accountant. And a bank manager. But he gave it all up. Some of you, if you become chartered by mistake, you never become you never come to ministry again. If you become a bank manager, you never retire. Until your pension comes. But he gave it up. So he's a man who has sacrificed things, has built things, and his members have become bishops too he must know something he must know something and he is the chairman of our mega church denomination he, he will tell you more please welcome bishop steve asari What a conference. I said, what a conference. God has brought somebody here for a complete change in your life. This is the conference that is changing your life completely. It's lifting you from one level to another level. Maybe you think, yeah, it's a conference for people. No, it's not a conference for people. It's a conference for you. Tell the person standing by you, it's for you. You are the reason for this conference. And I want to say a big thank you to Bishop Patrick for organizing this beautiful and powerful conference and for inviting me to say something at this conference also um, it is always an honor to be invited so thank you very much I want to salute the first lady of the house Lady Reverend Joy you have been a great 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 support for my very good friend I, I will always um, mention this. I will not stop. That I mean, how many want to go abroad? If you if you get you go. Your friends say, 
Mensa can be be a aka a visa any ticket. Tina me nim be be a Mensa can by that time. Near the passport, the amount of visa near the passport can come out of the But if you see somebody who has gone to live there in the cold over there, school there, done things there, and then he's coming back to Ghana. First of all, we will not come back. Is that not the case? If you like, give us the chance and see whether we'll come. Bear yourself, him. And then after study, he said, we are coming back to Ghana. And as they are coming back, they said, we are going to Tamale. So when I met them, I was surprised at these people. Because at that time, I didn't know Tamale. And that time when you mention tamale it's like the outskirts of another planet and i don't know whether you knew tamale you didn't know the place yeah and first of all for the man to have it in his heart that i'm going and second for the woman to agree that as we are coming from um not Austria, where? No way. We are going to Tama. I mean, even if we are living in um, uh, what's a town near this place? Let's say Ejra. And the pastor says that wife, we are going to Tamale. Come and see what the wife will do and what the wife will be saying. From Ejra to Tamale. And this one is from Norway to Tamale. These people, they are called. Yes, they are called. So he's the reason why I knew where Tamale was. I wouldn't have even gone to the place before. So God bless you for this great work. And I want to salute the one person that God has anointed and raised up and given the leading and the mission to. I want to salute Bishop Dagwood Mills, the founder of this church. I don't think that Bishop Patrick would think about organizing a conference. The reason why he would do something like that is that he has a father and a leader who has been doing it and who has also put all the things that he knows in books, in print, so that you can read, you can understand, and you can also present and explain what you have been taught to do and is working. so all that we are doing and all that we are saying is what we have seen you know um, how um, John introduced the book um, his book which one is that first John he said that the things that we have seen with our eyes 
the things which our eyes have looked upon, the things which we have handled with our hands, the things we have heard. That means what I'm writing is not some kind of revelations that I got from a certain um, death of darkness, but what I have seen, the experience that I have had by being with Jesus, that's what I'm writing. And that is that book, First John, and also Second John, and Third John. There's a verse over there you like. Uh, my what? Brethren, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper <laughs> and be in health, even as thy soul prosper. I knew you cry, you like that verse in the, those set of books. So the conference is also bringing to you things like Bishop Patrick was saying, things that have been tried and tested and are working. Please put your hands together for Bishop Dagwood Mills. God bless him where he is and whatever he's doing. He's the reason why we are here and he's the reason why I am standing here. Wow. I know you are standing. You will sit very soon. And I, I just want you to stand small. When you sit down, no, my time is up. Then I can. <laughs> All right. And uh, I want to salute the men of God in the house. Uh, Bishop Nasib is here. Bishop Charles, where is he? Who just finished ministering powerfully? I see Bishop Fred. My the first drama of my church. Wow. Bishop Fred is who I to me, Hano, but that mobile drums near Hano because now you're money. Sana or a bishop near a drama and still another drums name because you know. And all of you, God bless you for coming. Let's lift our hands in prayer, Father. Our eyes are on you. For what can we have that we did not receive from you? Everything that we can have comes from your presence. And we look up unto you, O oh God, for such a spiritual transformation in the lives of the leaders and the pastors and ministers that are gathered in here. And transformation in our churches and transformation in the ministries that we do and the transformation in our approach to evangelizing the world and taking the word of God onto every person. Let Christianity in Kumasi and around Kumasi change in focus. Let it become what you want it to be, O oh God. Not what we want, but what you want. Lift up and raise up leaders who will stand for the cause of the work and the cause of the heavenly call in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, minister to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, you may be seated after my long introduction.
Um, I want to be sharing with you from this book that if you come to a conference like this, you can't walk away from the conference without this book called The Art of Leadership. The Art of Leadership. Of course, by Bishop Doug Ward Mills. Bishop Doug and Troy. Leaders and Loyalty Conference. What leaders and loyalty conference? Who feel what who coffee and who need the art of leadership? Book why a friend the art of leadership now. Go and throw your badge away. You didn't go for any conference. That's right. That's right. Maybe I'll call conference, different conference, not uh, your friend saying. This one. Maybe it was a different conference and not loyalty, leaders and loyalty conference. Not leaders and loyalty conference. Christians and prosperity conference. <laughs> that one, if you go and you don't have this book, you are okay. Please make sure that you have. It's a book that teaches us about leadership and it is they say that some people are born leaders maybe it is true certainly it is true some people are born leaders the leadership is in them give them the slightest opportunity and they will take control of the situation yeah i mean the example coming to me i don't want to give it because of where i am but if you say the art of something it means there are also principles that can be learned so more people learn the art of leading rather than being natural leaders who were born leaders from their mother's more more people so those who are born like that maybe they are very few but there are more leaders and there are very good leaders who have learned the art of leadership and you are one of those people i'm elena if i was to depend on natural a leadership trait that is given to me by birth, I had zero. Because growing up, I'm the type of person who will never come forward. I'm at the back. You will not hear me talk. Quiet. Um, I wasn't bad in school, like they say every father says to their children, but mine is true. <laughs> uh, you ask the question, I know the answer, I'll just be coolly there. 
If you make a mistake and call me, you'll be surprised at the answer I'll give you. But otherwise, and so many of us, we are like that. When I had to be a pastor, it was an impossible call for me. I remember Bishop Dagbo saying, uh, Mr. Bishop, your friend saying, Steve, you have to be a pastor. Anytime you introduce that subject, I'll find a way to vanish from the environment. Because how can I? Then they will add pastor to my name. No, not me. Maybe it's you, but not me. It was the most difficult, impossible proposition that had ever been made to me. I know that today people, even in our churches, people who think that they should be pastor and they are not made pastor, they will come and fight. They get angry. It was very difficult for me, said me. So if I'm standing here today, and by the grace of God, I'm not standing here because I've been to school or because I've done anything. I'm standing here more because by the grace of God, I have been taught and I have learned about leadership and have applied these things and they have worked and they are working even more. Somebody say even more. Even more. Yes. So that guy who was unwilling, who was afraid, who was at the back and who will not attempt anything, will not volunteer himself for anything and will never step forward. Now, today, by the grace of God, I am doing things and I stand in different places, preach, speak everywhere and the work is going on and it's working. I have learned this is it, out of leadership. How many think that you are about like me? How many are born leaders? I think Bishop Hodge. <laughs> Born leaders. <laughs> you are looking for a hole to hide inside. Yeah. But born leaders will not look for a hole to they want if you don't call them cry, they have come. But today there's a transformation in your leadership. Ability. Okay. Before please signal me when my time is up. Is this a clock? It's working. Okay. So the time you give me is correct. Oh. You know, be anything. Um, everything depends on leadership. If you have this book, it's a chapter in my book is chapter 19. I don't know about yours. All right. Now, 
listen to me. You are a pastor, you are a church leader, you are a prophet, you are an apostle. Whatever you are, once you are the leader over there, everything about what you are doing depends on you, not on your choir master. And this is what you saw for what you did for Sunday. If the choir in the church is not working, it's not the choir master's fault. It's whose fault? The pastor. It's the pastor's fault. If you come to the church and the sound in the church, you know how it is. Then it will go off for some time and come on again like I experienced last Sunday. It wasn't easy for us last Sunday. Because <laughs> you see, it's a new place. We are building it. We haven't finished. And as a learning leader, I know that I also don't have to invest in things that when you are doing construction and you have them, by the time you finish, they are spoiled. So we are making do with not very good, excellent, whatever. And by the grace of God, the leaders of the country have helped us with um, power. No doom so since we have been there. Sundays, I think once we had a little interruption, but yesterday... I don't know whether some leaders decided to show the other side of their leadership. Then they will bring me some other microphone. Then I'll use my voice at a point. Then it wasn't easy. I changed microphone like 20 times. In the, and I told the chair that I feel very rich because I'm a pastor who can just change microphone. Rich pastor. <laughs> Mine was only last Sunday, but maybe yours, your church, that's how it is. Every Sunday is like that. Then you say, Look, my sound controller is the fault. The reason why. No, it's not your sound controller, Pastor. Find out what it is. And one of the things, you see, there are certain people in the church, they want to let you feel that some things you cannot understand. sound. It's not true. Then, when you are even asking them a question, they will explain and use some words and some, some name, name to show you that the thing they are doing is very complex. You can't understand. The sound controller, they are lying. It's not true. We can understand anything they are doing over there. I don't buy into those things. I said that even, even if I don't understand what you are doing, yeah, assuming I don't understand, 
there's one thing I understand. That is the kind of sound I want. I understand that one. So all your learning and all your words, use it to give me what. If I don't have what I want, then you are not doing anything yet. That's all. So the title is Everything Depends on the Leadership. Whether it will work or it will not work, it depends on the leader. Whether the church will grow or the church will not grow, it depends on the leader. Whether there will be branches or there will not be branches, it depends on the leader. Whether there will be money in the church or there will not be money in the church, it depends on the leader. That is why God has brought you here today to prepare you to be that good leader. And from this time going, everything that you set yourself to do, you bring in the anointed leadership skills. And it will work very well. Say amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 3. I'm reading from verse 1. He said, For behold, the Lord, the Lord of hosts, has doth take away from Jerusalem and from Judah the stay and the staff and the whole stay of bread and the whole stay of water. He's taken away, okay? This, these are the people God is taking away. The mighty man, good, and the man of war, the judge, and the prophet, and the prudent, prudent, wise people, and the ancient, these are people who stand for leadership. Don't worry. The mighty is not is it not the mighty man who will be asked to lead the army? If you are a weak and afraid man who will ask you to lead the army. Go back, verse two. Uh -huh. And then the man of war. The man who can fight. If, you are, there's, if there's a problem in your house and there's some giddy giddy, you look for, you don't look for a child. You don't look for a woman who cannot, uh, some women can fight though, who cannot fight. He said, Mro, Mro. Is that not what we say? Mema no, Mema Mra. Leaders. The judge, judges are always great people. The prophet who will be able to know what has to be done. A prophet who will say, Go and sleep. Because if you don't get a prophet to tell you, Go and sleep, you'll be walking around and running and fighting and crying and everything. But all that you have to do is sleep and enjoy life. Is sleep not nice? You need that prophet. A prudent man, somebody who can see ahead. And then the ancient, old people with a lot of knowledge, experience, 
and can guide you and counsel you. These are the leaders. Verse 3. The captain of 50. The honorable man. Even here we call them honorable. Honorable something. Or a, a MP of Bantama. Where the voting is very powerful. And the counselor, the cunning artificer, and the eloquent orator, you become a leader. Politics is about your ability to talk. Is that also? You can be the best leader. If you can't talk, nobody will vote for you. You can be not very good, and usually we are deceived like that. But if you can talk, then they will say, yes, you sway the people like this. And they come after you. After they have voted for you, then they find out that son of no. That's right. But the sad thing is that you will come back with your words again. <laughs> and sometimes they will vote for you again. Yes, then the third time, they will realize that son of <laughs> And I will give children to be their princes and babes to rule over them. So this is very important. So I'm taking away this mighty wise people who are rulers and leaders. And instead of this mighty wise people, I'm giving children. How can a child be the leader in your home? I'm talking about just the home. What do children want to do? They just want to play around with everything, experiment things, and you, the older person, you say they want to spoil things. No. They, they have a good mind. Their mind is not to spoil it. They want to make themselves happy. That's all. So take this, throw it here, tear this apart, do that, and so on. Play with things that should not be played with. That's a child. I'm taking the mighty man and I'm bringing children to be your leaders. Listen. Listen. When God decides to punish a people the punishment is that i am taking the proper leaders away and i'm bringing children to be your leaders lack of real leaders is a punishment to a people to a nation to a church and to any group that is there if you don't have the right leader it's a punishment from god read on verse 5 and the people shall be oppressed when you have children leading you and you don't have proper leaders that's what will happen you'll be oppressed everyone by another and everyone by his neighbor because the honorable man the wise man who would have organized the people and obedient confess into your beer beat me and your pay. You oppress your neighbor. There's nobody to report to. Because the leader who is there is this child. If your husband beats you and you go to the child and say, My husband has beat you, you say, hey, Was it nice? That's the, the child will ask you, Oh, boy, fine. 
Forgive. The child shall behave himself proudly against the ancient and the base against the honorable. In the absence of proper leaders, anybody behaves anyhow. The child will behave because, again, this is a child who is misbehaving. You go to the leader, the leader should discipline the child. But we could not any classmate or class three. And as a child, he also understands the behavior of his brother child. Is it not a curse that has come? So children behave, anybody does anything because there's no leader. That's why God is raising a certain kind of leadership and kind of leaders in this Kumasi and around this area and I tell you that something new is beginning in your life and in your church and in your ministry a leader who has not been there before is coming up when they look at you you are the same person but you're a different kind of leader who is coming up now read on verse 6 when a man shall take a hold of his brother of the house of his father saying thou hast clothing be thou our ruler and let this ruin be under thy hand so this is desperation those of you who vote depend on the person's outward, I mean the clothing. Anna say, a fine mind. Yes, Anna Mokano. Or a fine mind. He said, Why do I find mine? Mine, 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 no, a fine, but to obey me, I a leader. That's right. <laughs> Next one, verse 7. Teach him so. In that day, shall he swear, Continue. For Jerusalem is ruined and Judah is falling because their tongue and their doings are against the Lord to provoke the eyes of his glory. It's a punishment, it's a punishment. where there are no good leaders. Verse 12. 12, not 9. As for my people, children are their oppressors and women rule over them. Oh my people, they which lead thee cause thee to err and destroy the way of thy paths. So, God predicts a mighty judgment on Jerusalem and Judah. 
God has determined to punish and destroy these nations. How was God punishing and destroying these nations? God was going to take away all kinds of leaders from the community. The community was going to be left leaderless. No leader means no progress. If you see any situation that is not making progress, the reason is that there is no leader. So when you see a situation that is making progress, you come to a church like this, conferences have been organized, church building, they have done car park, I'm sure, register here, pass here, do this, get this badge, go and sit here, and all the arrangements and things that are there, it shows that there's a leader in the place. Amen. You have progress in your environment because you are the new leader. Amen. I said you are the new leader coming up Amen. with a lot of progress. Amen. How many are church leaders? You are the leader of a church. Please lift your hand. You are the head pastor. We are so for but one that no mount has to come home. We are so for pastors, pastors. Very good. Leaders in the church. Okay, we are kind of four hours afternoon. Oh, be a leader. Small place be a head of a mount. No, now we are leader. Oh, we should see progress in that place. Very good. So if where there's no leader, there's no progress. Where there's no leader, there's no development. Where there's no leader, there's no blessing. What we are reading in this scripture, is it a blessing? The Isaiah 3, is it a blessing? No blessing. Why? Because the leaders have been taken away. Where there's no leader, there's no deliverance. Because as I was explaining, if there is a, a problem, who are you going to report the thing to and who will do anything about it? There's no deliverance. There's no help. Hmm. God knew that the community would fall into judgment if he removed leaders. That is why God is making you into a leader because everything rests on the leader. The leader is the head. So where there is no leader, it is a headless body. And a headless body Cannot function, can it function? It must be dead. Headless, maybe not that literally your head has been cut off. The head is there, but it doesn't function. My children were attending a certain school. And as I was asking them 
about the school and trying to follow the school progress and things. One day I was with them, I said, look, your school is headless. And they said, no. We have a head. He's called Hedi. What was head? I had to need Hedi. That's right. But as I analyze, I mean, somebody is in uh, some class, so I've forgotten. And like the term is how many, seven, eight weeks old. And he said, this teacher who is teaching this subject has never come to the class. This is not working. He said, no, 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 no. Your school doesn't have a head. And they insisted <laughs> that they have a D. That's right. <laughs> That's why I'm saying that. And you say, your church is a few. That's right. But a teacher in my class, a headie will hold a teacher in my class. How? So the head is there, but nothing functions. The teacher is not coming to class, yet there is a head. Hmm. Hmm. So, a headless body cannot function. Which, what you need very, very much for the body to function is the head. They can take one hand off. You'll still be running around. They can cut one leg and you'll be playing football. But when the head is not there, the body is finished. May God plant anointed heads and people who are in place of leadership. Babies, God said that I'll take the honorable man and I'll give children to lead you. A leader is somebody who is able to take care of, of himself and then take care of others. But children cannot take care of themselves. How can they come now and take care of other people? A leader must overcome certain weaknesses of life so that he can help other people. If you make a child a leader, he has not overcome anything before he can now stand and lead other people. That's why when a child is in charge, it's like there's nothing, there's nobody. He said, and the people shall be oppressed one by another and everyone his neighbor. And the child shall behave himself proudly against the ancient. 
So lack of leadership is oppression, injustice, intimidation, and the proliferation of all sorts of evil. When we begin to talk about leadership, we see it in our countries in Africa. Is that not so? Yes. yes. And all of us have things that we thought our leaders should be doing that they are not doing. When you want to build a house, you go and find some land. It's in the bush somewhere, maybe in Kumasi. It's not like that, but that's what happens in Accra. You clear it and you build your house on so, that land. Who is ever going to make a road to the place where your house is? Who is ever going to send water to the place where your house is? Who is going to take light? If you want to have light, they'll say, buy five poles and we'll do it for you. Is it your responsibility to buy electric poles for, is it not electricity company who is supposed to do all these things? You see, but that's where we are. We have all kinds of difficulties. Because the leadership is a problem. Bad road is there. There's bad road somewhere. If the president has to go to that town, they will quickly go and fix the road and make it nice so that the president will drive on it and go there. Then the hotel, as he goes, he says, oh, I've done well. All this place, good road, good road. Very bad, but it's a way of deceiving the people. Development in a nation depends on the leadership of the nation. We are all here. We haven't been there. Some people have been there, but we, we read about Rwanda. Is it Rwanda? Yes. Paul yes. Kagame is Rwanda. Rwanda. A nation that came from war and suddenly they have become the top of Africa. Yes. yes. Killed themselves. About a million people died. Destroyed a lot of things. But after, they said, look, let's put this thing behind us and let's become one. And they had somebody leading them to reconstruct and to build. And today, we all want to travel from Ghana or everywhere that has been at peace for 61, is it 61 or 62 years? 61 years. And go to that small nation to go and see. And we are here. Many of us who like to travel, we want to go to a place like that. It's an African country. But maybe the difference is that somebody rose up with a certain leadership something and said that, look, we can do it. Let's rally together and let us do it. And today, that transformation is there. Yes. 
You see, so you see that a lot of things they are possible can be done, but only that leadership is not there to do. But let's come home into the church. The reason why the church is the way it is is because there are no leaders driving the development of the church, the growth of the church, and the expansion of the church. We need leaders to do that. It doesn't happen naturally. It will not happen naturally. You have to plan it. You have to do it deliberately. You have to lead people to do it. You have to have a vision for it. You have to know where you want to go. You see, now one of the most repressive thoughts, I don't know whether it's a thought or even, yes, it's a reality on the ground, but when you think about, about it, I will say it is the fact that Islam is taking over the world. And let us not be Christians and be there. Why are you saying that? We are the Christians. We have churches. And da, da, da. You stay in your small corner in uh, where Asokwa or Franchinibra and then you think that is the end of the world. They are taking over the world. And I will say it. When you read things about Europe, you feel sad. 10 to 20 years time, almost every country there is going to be I'm telling you. And churches Churches are being converted to mosques. who were sad some time ago because they were converting churches into discos. Because one day, maybe they will repent and they will come back. When we come back with that thing. But churches are being converted to mosques. Churches, Church of England buildings. Uh, I was somewhere um what's that place called where's glasgow scotland yes scotland and they were showing me scotland um john knox that is the source of the presby church where presby came from what's the what's the name of the church it's there and they showed me this is the cathedral the cathedral is only a tourist center. Like me, a tourist. And many others were there to come and walk around with John Knox's uh, your friend is saying, standing there. Statue, yes. Standing there. A small part like this, in the arranged chairs, Kakrebi. I don't know, maybe some people come for some meeting there, but the huge cathedral is sitting there for nothing. Not only the cathedral, huge 
buildings around. He said, all these things are for the church. Now there are shops. They are this, they are this, they are that. Then they took me to another place. They said, the church, you know, this is their office. Small something in some corner somewhere. And Islam is thriving. Maybe in Ghana here we don't see it like that. But when you read about it, it's very sad. Yes. Our people over there, even white, white people, they don't go to. If the churches, if there are churches in Europe, you go there, they are full of immigrants. People from Africa and things, they are the churches over there. The original people will not go to church. Their children are homosexuals. They are, uh, your friend is saying, Islamic. But you see, these people, there's some kind of leadership. I'm showing you some virtue from our brothers. They've thought of it. It didn't happen by accident. Say, look, they, one of the things is that the people, they don't want to burn children. So let's force and go there. And burn. And they, they can burn. Burn children. One man... It's supposed to have four wives. Is that not so? Yeah. Bishop Patrick has three children. You see, if he was there and he had four, four times three, and twelve. But I know someone here. That is not done here. And they are giving birth. Filling the places with an aim. The aim is that we want to take over. That's the aim. That's why places, as for France, even, even England. The mayor is one. One of them. There's some cities, Birmingham and all those places. Totally gone. Look, let us not sit in our small corner with your small church and few people coming to church every Sunday. They give a little offering and you think that's the ministry. No, that is not the ministry. You are not doing the ministry yet. The ministry is to go out and reach out to people and get people converted for God. It's not to have a few people sit down to bring some offerings on Sunday. And then you think that that is all. You are not doing it. You haven't started the ministry yet. If this is what the others are doing, they will not be taking over the way they are taking. Even here in Ghana, a strategic move, a accidental. When you see them building school, Islamic this, Islamic that, this, that, that, building huge mosques 
and every small place they will put some it is happening right here my house when i come out like this there's a corner then i saw some building a small corner they have put some uh, something most and they are there you see that this is a bourgeoisie type of something that they have put up there a muslim will build a house and make some small place inside there for prayer for people to come and pray over there and pastors are relaxed in our churches as for evangelism it's not in our vocabulary it's not something that we want to go go out there into the world into the people and tell them that you must be saved or you go to hell what we are doing is let a few people come let's decorate our churches and make them nice let's have a choir that is singing and then come and preach with our towel and sweat a little and then at the end of the day take some offering and we we, we are okay wear some nice suits and nice dressing and everything that is not the ministry that is not the ministry a leader for god is not called into this kind of mediocre type of ministry he said go ye into the world and preach to all nations it is not 40 people it's not 45 people it's not even 400 people it's not 4,000 people it's not 40,000 people. Even if your church is 400,000, go ye into the world. Stand out there at the street corner. Stand out somewhere there. Do something over there and preach. That is the call. And that's the ministry. Amen. If you are a leader, find out from Jesus. Read the Bible and you find out that it's not just a few people. When Jesus left, there were 120 people in the upper room. Uh, uh, Acts chapter 1, you read, you find it over there. The number of the people was about 120. Was that, was that not a good church? A good church. Our churches, is that not the normal this thing? The numbers are 80, 90. If you have 120, it's a big church. Is it not a big church? It's a big church. And they could have just stayed in there, so the church is okay and it's there. But that was only the seed of the church. The Holy Ghost came on them. Peter stood out there and preached. And the Bible says that the same day, 3,000 souls were added to the church. You have 120 and you say that I've made it in ministry. Shame on you. Well, have I mentioned your name? Have I mentioned your name? Do I know your church? But shame on you. Shame on you. Do better. Yes. Do better. I tell you, judgment will be wild. A pastor must be thinking not about members in the church and money in the church. A pastor must be thinking about judgment. We who are pastors, uh, this thing is why uh, Bishop does every time you can say they collect your bag and your this thing and then, oh, Bishop, this, this time they came. I slept in a hotel room. So about the hotel? Yes. No, the car by it will be back on a metro. That's right. 
two men. One driving, one guarding me. We can we should have take it somewhere then I come and they put me in front there even the preacher who was preaching said he was confused because I have come shame on me shame on me shame on me if that is all of it shame on me if that is all of it but that's what we want the acknowledgement the debilities the big manism that when we come African shirt starch. Mbai say yes I'm the uh, prophet this this uh, apostle something something and you have come who do have here now be who say who prophet this and apostle who do poop your church member who be our church member or not be the prefect of the session that they will send you sit down you will sit down and just be around. Sit down and just be there. And we are pastor, prophet, apostle, whatever. Evangelist. We lead to do this work, which is the work of the church. Then it's a headless church. The reason why the church is like that is the head of the church. Oh, we have a a man in the church, we have appointed him as the evangelism director. Evangelism war director. You are the head. You should empower the director and say, hey, director, we are doing this. We are going here. And you go along with them. You don't sit down in your home and watch DSTV and say there's evangelism director. Christianity is diminishing. True. I said, don't be deceived about what we see. Because in Ghana, you see churches. There's a church here, there's a church here, there's a church here, there's a church here, there's a church here. Plenty. And I'm sure in Kumasi, it's even more than in Accra. But don't be deceived by that one. She general picture. Yes. And even who view any now there's a trend developing that you see. People who are of a certain debility, Wako school, or a penny or a big mind, those people, do they have time for church? No. They don't have time for church. And it's almost like they are not part of even evangelism. We are not able to reach out to them. And the people on evangelism, when they meet such people, they will salute them and let them pass. 
Too dignified. To go to it's a trend. And it's developing. They want maybe go to church means that um, early service be. Pastors, let's be careful. We are the leaders. The thing depends on the leader. What the leader leads, the way the leader leads is what the people will do in the church. Let's have in Kumasi people preaching around by heart. Somebody say by heart. By heart. When you pass it, there's some small group, they are doing something, another group, they are doing something, another group, they are doing because our brothers, they are taking over and they have succeeded in all these other places. Even this recent, was it last year or something, when uh, refugees influx into uh, Europe? I, mean, I looked at the thing and I said, this is all part of the plan. We also sit down. Yes, Kaza. We all sit down and say, we have to be kind and we have to help the helpless and we have to this, that, that to open the doors and let them come in. Then we open. And millions is all part of the plan. That's right. Israel, they will stand strong and say, these guys, no way. Because when you go to Israel, you see it's a small nation like this. Oh, look on the map. And all around are millions of people who are looking for the annihilation of this small nation. And to go Israel, it will make it to be. It shouldn't exist. And if they get them one day, two days, they will spoil all or everything. I said, we are standing strong. Church, let's stand strong. We are fighting. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, the strongholds that are developing and have developed in the realm of the spirit. We pray and we move on there to pre preach the word and extend the gospel to them. We will pull them down. We have become very egocentric. We are thinking about our needs. What do we do at prayer meetings? 
enti o se sori gina ye yeden se se dia ye ankonam ankona se yankwa ho ni adwene ye kompai bompa ye be ho mpa ye na ya yebo sometime ago we doing some press and somebody said you see the reason why some of the people are not coming for the prayer is that when they come the topics that we pray they don't like i said what topics do we pray so we are praying for church growth and souls and this that, that. i said what do they like they want the prayer that has to give them money make them rich and make them great and if you do that one but you see the calling the calling the calling that you have been called is not also to just specialize in i'm not saying that don't pray for the welfare of people we pray for that one too and was in a sacum and pibo, a penipani bompire, who said, Yes, he sent your mumpire in your say, Nancy Bompire, only a bompire, yes, a funkankonqua, ye ye, dear me, and post or dear, only a bompire was there being a simitiasa. It's all important, but the main thing must still be the main thing. Amen. Name of your can say, dear Woodyano, and never say a woodyan, the Dickan was a Dickan. We can't turn it into welfareism. No, it's not like that. It is not like that. With a good, strong leader, a church will grow into a mega church. Our denomination is called the mega church. And I tell my pastors, don't make a mockery of yourself. We've 38 people. Now the signboard is the mega church. Where is the meganess of the church? Don't make a mockery of yourself. Let it be a real mega church. So, I was on this act thing. God's plan is for the church to grow. Do you know that? Do you know that? God's expectation is that more people. That's why I started. I said there were 12 disciples with Jesus or apostles. And then he appointed 70 others. Is it growth? Yes. And then by the time Jesus was uh, killed and he left, and they numbered the people in there in Acts chapter 1, verse 14 says, and there were in all 120 people. Is the church growing? Yes, it's growing. Yes. Yes. And this is the pre- Holy Ghost era. Then in Acts chapter 2, the Holy Ghost arrived. Peter preaches. And in the same day, 3,000 souls were added to the church. Yes. 12, 70, 120. 3,000. Who said God doesn't want more people? Some pastors say, see, if you are a lot, you, you don't know the people, people don't know people, and that if you are small, you are brothers and sisters, you are fine. 
asori na nya brothers and sisters in Christ say me you or say go into the whole world unto say brothers and sisters enti binim si asafo no dey say dose me bra wo hu nipa ni ye kakakra bi na nko bi ehu nyonko na ye nuanom nuaba ni nyeme ma no we nya botai no wose yenko bontin nyina wo so tia na wo ye no brothers and sisters i heard this uh, gun they say wo he far she wo he fell eh wo he far she wo he fell is anyeyafa yes that must be the aim look if be any asori bia na be ba be very big church but at least wo bo ho modern one tran ho am found san she o dem refa say say na etina ye niamitiara mipo 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 niamitiara mipo enye jumbia ye to ah so you say that but although we are 38, you did your best. You went here, you preached here, you did that, you did. God will see it. And God will reward you. So what I'm talking about is that let's do as leaders. Let's have it in our hearts to do it and to lead our people. To do because it depends on, on you. Amen. You'll be surprised. Children, after our children, Acts chapter 4, verse 4. Asuma for you, my children, and Jemunai. How be it, many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of the men was about 5,000. Now, There's another one, uh, even Acts chapter 5. Is it 4 or 14? Give me one of them. If it's not the one, I'll go for the other. 4. And believers were the more added to the Lord, multitudes, both of men and women. Was it multitude? Multitude. multitude. From 12, 70, I'm giving your church growth progression. I speak prophetically into your life as a pastor. This is your church growth progression. From 12, 70, 120, 
That is your portion, receive it. I said, that's your portion, receive it. I said, that's your portion, receive it. This ministry, a United Denominations organization, and as of churches originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, a started in a classroom. There be a bishop and they were sitting in a circle like this. That's this church, which is now in 86 countries or more. That's why your church will grow. Amen. That's why it will do well. Our church, the day we started, the Sunday, were seven people. When I tell people who came to the church later, as it's a big church, they don't understand. Seven. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, six. Plus one member, seven. When you came, the choir was how much? There was no choir, and you started a choir of how many people? Four people. Yeah. She has been choir director before. Of four member choir. Yeah. Now, the church I left behind. As Bishop Patrick was saying, we had three choirs, three regular choirs, two big worship choirs, one big hymn choir. If we put only the choirs together, there will be like 300 people to 400 people. Yeah. Only choir. But it started four. Lady Reverend Joy. I think Emma. I think Sarah. And I think the other one in England. What was her name? Linda. Then later you had Oscar. Okay, more. Important. The thing, no. I thank God for Bishop Daggyward Mills. Because me, my life was not Christian, yes. I've been a Christian. One person who I met, and he's a pastor. She said, I'm not surprised. And I asked her, why are you not surprised? She said, when we were in Saito, do you know Saito? Yes. There was a woman, one of our teachers, who was doing Bible study. I said, you were one of her main people in the Bible study. It's a form one, form two. I don't, I didn't even remember. So I'm not surprised that you're a pastor. But me, I'm surprised because all that I wanted is to be a Christian, not pastor. But this man found me and said, "Steve, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it." I asked myself if I continued doing the things that I was doing. He said, chartered accountant. Yes, I chartered in 1992. Wow. Before some of you were born. Fully chartered. CA Ghana. Yes. And I had job. 
and I could move anywhere. And I could have gone on that road. But because I still I was a Christian, I wanted to be a Christian, heaven there and Kameko. But me could do heaven here and I rehono start or heaven. Yes. Because they will show me that all these people were supposed to be led by you and be in your church if you had given yourself fully and wholly to the work. All these people, see these people here, these, and not only those in my church, but everywhere by the grace of God I go, people are affected. I have some small radio program. I am surprised, even the people I meet. One day I, was, I went to a hospital, it was 37. Somebody, I went to visit somebody. No, say the patient should come for some lessons that they were doing. The patient in the and said, We visitors. And the nurse didn't understand. So at a point, I added my voice. Oh, nurse, then the next thing like this. I know you. I know you. I said, Where do you know me from? I listened to you on radio. Just one small sentence, I make a small sentence. Train your choir or be badasso. One cast would not say voice be a matip and say, I know you. I know you. She knows me on radio. Do you see anybody on radio? But this time they know me on radio. once I'll get to heaven and they will show me. Even as I'm saying that, I've remembered I have a thick brown envelope. It is in my room. I, I hope it's still somewhere. This is the second time. Somebody from England somewhere, or the pounds, a shame. Nah, I don't even know how it came. No, I sent the with a letter. All the letter is about podcasts. I put messages on podcasts, and he's been blessed by those messages into a sister pounds war, England. No, they are shared to somebody he hasn't even met before. Yeah. All these people, I'll get to heaven and say, hey, I'm the nice Christian. I didn't do any bad things. I wasn't drinking. I, I don't drink. I haven't drunk. My father's village, I was drinking palm wine. That's all. After that, I <laughs> I don't smoke. I was in class three or something, and Obiyanumna peace be the five, just to try what it was. And then somebody saw me. Until by the time I got home, the report had gotten home, and you can imagine what I went through. After that, do, do you think I did it again? <laughs> I don't chase women. I have one wife. That's all. Married her for. Uh, this is April, July, 25 years. That's all. I will arrive in heaven with confidence. Kron, kron, yao, kron, kron, maba. Yes. Rebecca said, oh, come and see all these people. May God lift you up. Amen. Great man of God with leadership doing things. Listen, anointing is great, but anointing without leadership will not take you far. 
Look, let me be blunt. We have people who come up powerfully in the land, sometimes prophet this. No, but who? Maybe here it's not like that, but in a cry, see. After some time, won't you want to come view? The following, the big crowd that was following them is also not their wife. Because they came with anointing, doing signs and wonders and things like that. But the leadership, it is leadership that will establish the church and make it, a str- give it a strong foundation to stand and to do things. But that one was not there. It wasn't added to it. So the thing is just fleeting. Wow, God is blessing somebody. Leadership is an art. It's a secular subject which is necessary for ministers of the gospel to understand. The ability to write and read is not a spiritual thing. It is a secular skill which needs to be learned. Without that ability to read and write, you are going nowhere in this world. Same thing for leadership. Without the knowledge and skills of leadership, your ministry is going nowhere. Inti senior, yet me discipline you near transition how to read and write. That's the same way as I say, you how to lead. How do you swear? And the Sunday. Out of leadership. It's a book. Let me give you other books that will help you. All the books on your friend is saying uh, loyalty. Do you see? Pardon? Yes, all the books. They are all Leadership books that will help you to do leadership. But this book, a good general, when you read this book, you get a certain inner strength because all the teaching here is military. Amount scriptures now, amount military. Examples. Are you not a military man? Second Timothy two three. What does it say? Timothy What does it say? Eh? What's it saying? Well, thou therefore endure hardness as what? As a what? A good soldier. And now, because a very man camp, no, can't wear you There be, there be, no, catch You must be. You are a soldier. But now, what is needed is for you to be a good soldier. So these are the books 
you read. You see a book like Wise as Serpent. This is a book you read because it gives you the wisdom to live, to maneuver. To see and to foresee. So how do you become a, a leader? You have to give yourself to reading. Read the books. Let me give you one more thing making use of. Is my time up? Not yet. Is somebody receiving something today? Okay. Lift up your hands and pray for yourself for God to help you to become that leader that he wants you to be. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. A certain leader is coming and you are the one. As you pray, God is granting you grace to be that new leader who is coming. You are leading the church in the right direction. Pray for yourself. Just a moment. Oh God, raise up men with that anointing 
leadership anointing for your church in Jesus name amen amen first timothy chapter 4 timothy medicate 9 verse 1 chichemubako i'll give you five points and i'll be out now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter days uh, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirit doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God has created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it's received with thanksgiving. Continue for it is sanctified by the... Oh, this is not what I want. Verse 6 is what I want. 6. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. If you... If you, put, if you put the brethren in remembrance of these things, of the right things, the real, right things about ministry and what is to be done. He said, if you do that, you will be a good minister. You will be a good leader. You will be a good shepherd. A shepherd is a leader. Maybe I should introduce the other book, Art of Shepherding. Because a shepherd is a leader. It's a shepherd, not a leader. A shepherd is leading sheep. That's why the whole thing has to do with leadership. This is chapter 7 in my book. Decide to become one of the few good leaders in this world. Because we don't have a lot. So decide to become one. And what I'm sharing is five reasons why people avoid leadership responsibility. Let me say this before I jump on it. Your leadership ability will be demonstrated clearly by your ability to raise up people to become leaders under you. Have I said it well? Maybe if you haven't met Bishop Dagwood Mills before, yes. he hasn't preached anywhere for you to hear him or something. You look at the leaders that he has raised and what they are doing around. Then you don't even need to meet him before you conclude without doubt that this man is a great leader. 
your church can only go far if you are able to raise up people who will stand as pillars. So those of us who are pastors and we think that if we promote people in the church, they will challenge us. It's also a kind of limiting syndrome. Because how do you go up? You must have strong pillars, foundations. engineer, when you see a skyscraper in Kumasi, what is skyscraper in Kumasi? What's the tallest building here? You are looking for we engineer, you haven't seen one. Don't worry, me too, I haven't seen one. But <laughs> if you see a building that is standing tall, I would do however much situation is it is because it has strong foundation under it. Call them people. People are down there holding, holding him up and hoisting him up. No, no, I am a content. Because there are people under him who are holding him up. So the death of your foundation determines the height of your building. My engineering lecturer is here, so I have to say it correctly. <laughs> Do you get it? So, the people you have moving with you and helping you and they are the people who determine how far you go. You yourself can do just a little. But when you have people like you with you, they will make you great. I said everything depends on the leader. Is that not so? When you go to a church and the choir is singing very nice, I tell my people this. Somebody comes here, the choir is very nice. It's my name they will mention. I went to Bishop Steve's church and his choir is very nice. Somebody is there doing the thing, but they will mention my name. But I have a strong person who is doing all night, all day, all morning, all whatever to teach them, raise them, then when they sing, it's nice and I enjoy the praise and worship. Oh, doctor, is that not how it is? The last time I was here, um, I, was, I, didn't, I don't know whether we spoke. You, you owe me, do you know that? <laughs> yeah. But I was telling Bishop Patrick, your choir is very nice. And although you are standing here conducting, I was watching you and admiring. I didn't come to you to say your choir. I said, his choir. 
That's right. That's right. no. After church, the confidence with which they sing, the way they come up with their song and like their social is very nice. Uh, you, I asked you to give me something that you haven't given me. That's all I remember about you. Not so far. Five reasons why people don't want to be leaders. Number one, many people do not know that they are leaders. Well, they don't know. What does a pastor do? A pastor must teach the people encourage them, motivate them, and show them that they can do it. Wouldn't me yet one man hero for the church to be great? No. This church is here in Kumasi. I don't know when was the last time Bishop Dad came here to preach. But he has raised up a leader, one of his foundations, very strong. And he said, Bantama be there. And another strong foundation, Asukwa be there. Another strong foundation, uh, what? Atonsu be there. And through them, other foundations have been raised. Amen. And we have churches all over the city. Don't we have churches all over the city? city. And these are made up of people who are nobodies, but they were given a certain opportunity, and suddenly they saw that they could do something. One day, a pastor friend came to my church. I mentioned this name. And I said, I was training people to be leaders in the areas. But because he was with me one day, I wasn't going to do that. I said, let's go say something to them. And then we'll come back. So we went to meet the people. He spoke for just five, ten minutes to them. When we stepped out, then he said, Are these the people you have? I said, Yes, this is what I have. So, as for these ones, I have a lot. That's <laughs> right. So, as for this kind of people, I have a lot. I say, yes. These are the people, some of them JSS people, whatever, but I'm training them. And some of them will rise up before you know he has a cell here. This one has a cell here. This is bringing 10 people. This is bringing 5 people. This is bringing 15 people. And the church is growing. Amen. So, 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 boys and girls. Are these the people you have? They are the people who will be leaders for you. Encourage them. Bring them up. Train them. And they will do well. Matthew 22 verse 14 he said many are called but few are chosen many are called but the pastors choose only a few what members many are called but we choose three four no 
only select few and leave the rest. Yes. Tell them. Number two. <laughs> people <laughs> fear that they will be accused and hated. People fear that they will be accused and hated. Why? Because that's what we do to leaders. We are always talking about leaders. They haven't done this and they don't do this. That's what we do. So many people are afraid that if I bring myself up that I can do it or I'm a leader, People will talk about me. People will accuse me. And leaders are accused. Pastors are accused. Is that not so? Accusations of different kinds. They like money. They are eating the church's money. They are deceiving people and collecting their money and things like that. They like the girls in the church. Oh, yes, we like the girls in the church. But it doesn't mean that we are doing bad things with them. But. but Luke 14:27 says that, And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. So, pastor leader, forced to do the right thing. Listen, if you are always forcing to do the right thing, they will accuse you. If you do the wrong thing, they will talk about you. So, whatever you do, they will talk about you. So, first to do the right thing and let them say what they want to say. Yes. And tell your members that, look, leadership, their sanity. People will talk about you. I mean, I know some, sometimes you hear, sometimes you don't hear. Many of it you don't even hear. Yes. But the little you hear, sometimes you say, hey, this person said. Jesus, when they were accusing him, he said nothing. Then the high priest was amazed. Won't you say anything? Don't you know that I have the power to crucify you or to release you? And no, in Kofunse Mokai said, This man, he's preaching bad gospel. He said, Nina, my answer, but high priest, who gave you that power? <laughs> you, I have problem with, not the people. Who gave you that power? Where did you get that power from? Even if you are working in the church, there are church members, maybe when you're a pastor, but you are zealous in the church. There are church your own friends. Yes, we are too known. These are the things. I mean, some of you have heard. Something like that before. These are the things that are going on. Don't listen to them. Keep doing what you are doing. Take up your cross. Be a disciple of Jesus and follow him. Number three, people do not want to end up 
disgrace and hated. As many prominent leaders have been. People don't want to be disgraced, to end up disgraced and hated as many prominent leaders have been. And that's the tendency, like now by the grace of God, things are different. Some time ago, if you're a leader in a country like Ghana, it's like trouble is coming for you. Some people in uniform will rise up one day and say that the, the, the ranks have taken up the reins of the country and then they start shooting people and killing people. They say, actually, let me stay in my corner so that they don't come and kill me. So if you, if you look at what has happened to other people, you say, no, I don't want to. But let's take a lesson from our politics. When they have elections, even now they are having some kind of election, yes. I heard on radio. Yes. I think party as MPP, yes. party yes. executive is in Tamale or somewhere. Have we done it here, regional? Have we done it? We finish. Oh, yesterday. Yesterday. And they didn't vote for me. They didn't vote for me. <laughs> you see people who are eager to come into position. They say MP4, Bantama, everybody, one, two, three. President of Ghana, 17 people. They all want to be president. Let's learn that there must be something. That's why they want to do all People will accuse you. They will talk about you. They don't mind at all. But they want to achieve something. So why is it that when it comes to the church, then we want to shy away from it? And the same people who are fighting for this position, if you tell them to do something in the church, they will tell you they don't have time. So let's get strong and stand and do it. Give me First Corinthians 9.25 quickly. I'm finishing. I'm finishing. I'm finishing. After this, I'm going back so I can say anything. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now, they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. Even whatever they are fighting for. Expiry date, four years. 2018 to 2022. Is that not how it is? 2016 to 2020. I aspire. We are lucky. Now on Saka Bio. On Saka Bio, I won't mean your lucky Bio. They do it for a corruptible, but we an incorruptible. That's why I said, look at heaven. 
Somebody is listening to me here. You are supposed to be a great leader in your church. Maybe not the head pastor, but be supporting, be one of the pillars, the columns, the beams of the uh, foundation, carrying the pastor and his work very high. But sometimes you even criticize. Repent. Because heaven is watching you. Hebrews 12 2 looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame after enduring the cross and despising the shame now is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. After you have endured, you receive the glory in heaven. Wow. Wow. The next verse says that, for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be worried and faint in your minds. Jesus, then born in Oye, who on this earth has been treated like Jesus? Forced to condemn him. The one who was healing their people, raising them from the dead. Feeding them, bringing hope, beating mercilessly. Who has been beaten like that? Put a crown of thorns on his head and lift him up on the cross in shame consider Jesus then you will see that if you are suffering anything it is nothing at all it is nowhere near Jesus number four people think that they are not good enough to be leaders okay so what do you do encourage them I've been encouraged that's why I'm here encourage them and they can do it they think they are not good but they can do it then number five the final one most people are too selfish to be leaders they are thinking of themselves they are welfare they are peace they are children they are everything yes but they are not thinking of what God is calling us to do. Church, there's a mandate for us. There's a call from heaven. There is an expectation from heaven. Let every pastor be revived today. Let every pastor rise up in strength today. Let every leader decide that i'm going to do it in a new way from today Amen. let everyone decide that what god wants us to do 
go ye into the nations and preach. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it from today. It's not a call to dignity. Yes, clergy is always respected. But that is not it. What it is, go ye into the world. Teach all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy For I am with you always. Even to the end of the world. Rise up. Oh God. Deliver us from failure in this call. Failure because we didn't become the leaders that we have to be. We have come for leaders and loyalty conference. Oh God, transform us, change us, revive us and make us what you want us to become. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.